Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Greetings, listeners. This is Kim Selby, the co-host of the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour podcast and the San Francisco editor of the Three Tomatoes newsletter. Okay, get ready for a chat with someone we all wish we knew and could visit, Christopher Hopkins, best known to our readers as the makeover guy. We feature his makeovers in our newsletter monthly, and so I know that those of you who are avid readers are familiar. But he is more than that. He is also an entrepreneur, an entertainer, a cyber star, and an author of the book Staging Your Comeback, A Complete Beauty Revival for Women Over 45. I love that because welcome, Christopher. Well, thank you so much. I'm pleased to be with you today. (laughs) Thank you. I love that book. I want to stage my comeback because I always wanted to be an actress. So maybe mine would be not just a comeback, but a first time around. Oh, no, it'll be a great comeback. And you're, and you're, you're an actress now, right? You're doing it on podcast. Well, yes, I, I guess I am. We'll just say that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I can tell. So, Christopher, I think you're, well, I've just watched the videos of the makeovers. And, and for you out there in listener land, podcast land, Christopher is located, where in Minnesota are you? Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. And I understand that you are booked through 2021? Through 2020, and if I'm just procrastinating opening up 2021 because we don't quite know how to. <laughs> how to you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Be bombarded by phone calls. So, yes, we are booked until. I, it's year. amazing. But let's step back a few years. And why don't you tell our listeners and myself as well? I don't know. How did you get your start in the makeover business? Well, how many years shall we go back? Let's. <laughs> This could be an all-day thing. No, I, I, I always say I started when I was three years old because that was when I really started playing with my little tootie doll that my mother gave me, and it graduated to dolls and then the women in high school and makeovers, and I've always done it. But legally, let's say legally, since I got my license in the beauty business, which would have been 1986, so 30-some years. That, that's a long time. I give you, uh, that gives you quite credi- a lot of credibility. Now, did you start with just hair? Yes, well, you know, the, the the original thing was like, I guess you have to get a cosmetology license. So the go- the goal all along was to do makeovers in my mind, but that there wasn't a, a venue for that until I went to California, which is where Jose Bear was at the time. And so I worked there, then up in San Francisco, then came back to the Midwest where I love to live. And, and eventually, as I got more media exposure and after I'd been on Oprah and all those things, people wanted a book, which led me to come up with a moniker because I didn't like being introduced as they didn't know what to call it, fashion expert, beauty guru, you know, none of those fit, and I, I'm the makeover guy, that's what I do, makeover. You know, you just glossed over that, oh, you know, that when, when I was on Oprah. Well, oh, yeah. Hello, not everybody's on Oprah. Come on, I tell us about that. that. We want to know. 
That's true, and I, I threw it away because it's been so long, but um, she just fell. I saw that on Stephen Colbert, oh my gosh. Did you see that? No, I didn't. She, she fell on the stage and just fell. Anyway, it's just Oprah fell. You'll have to look it up. Is she okay? Is she okay? Yeah, she's okay, she's okay. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. hard I know. I didn't do Google it fast then, but I, yeah, I was a little bit shocked. You don't usually see someone just right there fall. But when I was on Oprah, was in late 2000, no, late, I can't remember, 99, yes, around in there, late 90s, late 90s, on um, twice, and um, it was a very exciting experience, and I, I happened to do a lot of local makeover shows. Those people went on to Oprah's show as production people. They called me when an opportunity came. One was with Joan Rivers, and another one was with Fashion, and both of those two segments had to deal with women over a certain age, looking younger, that type of thing, and so then after that went out, of course, I was very amazing the, the amount of phone calls that we would get and with those phone calls one woman called and she said do you have a book and and with that that's how all this led to where i am today <laughs> <laughs> well you know not everybody gets asked to be on oprah in her incredible heyday so i would you say know i will take appreciation for that it's i think i you know when it happens to you just you don't I, how do i say it? i don't necessarily look at the wonder and the awe of how great that was and i must have done provided something that I would be called back. So yes, it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You know, you do gloss over it because it was a while ago and it was part of your history and your life. But to those of us in the mainstream world, it's a big deal. And, and I do okay. know the impact of makeovers. A million years ago, I worked for Glamour Magazine and did, we did clothing makeovers and then someone else would do hair and makeup. We traveled around the country and did them in malls. Yes, oh. Which I mean, hey, which you recall, <laughs> but I do realize, and I know very well, the power of changing an outfit or changing a hairstyle, how impactful that is, and and that's really what um, uh, what I know that you have done, and what is so empowering. You can't stop watching your YouTube videos once you start. I'm just telling people. I mean, hey. it's, it's amazing. I hear that frequently, so I'm I'm wondering what it is. Exactly, but I think it's just, it always offers happiness. You know, a person isn't happy, they look better, they're happy, and then who doesn't want more of that? You know? Right, and you feel better. So, yeah. So many of your makeovers, well, some, you know, I noticed there was, you do them on breast cancer survivors, say, or someone mm -hmm. in the military. Mm -hmm. Do you have, uh, and I imagine they bring you to tears at some point as well, you're very, wonderful at uh, getting at least the edits certainly of the YouTube videos of eliciting information from the women that is so real and raw. It's hard to do and I and but I think because they've seen other women do this and that is what got them to come there there's a certain well if I share my story perhaps it will inspire other women and so some people, a lot of people have their cards close to their chest and as soon as the camera's off, then I find everything out. And that's why you don't always know why we came up with the after that we did. But if you could, if they would have allowed the explanation, you would, it would understand better. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I think, I think it's really amazing and inspiring and it's quite the gift that you've been given to be able to share with all of us. So thank you on behalf of women everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, thank, no, I, I, I get the appreciation and I, I, I appreciate it. I, I, I guess I'm just sitting here doing my thing and you don't feel it or you're not on a stage where you see it. It just, you, you know, you there it is. It. And you get thumbs up and some thumbs down and you count the thumbs down. Well, I don't know why, but that's what I do. 
Well, it, it's remarkable. So tell me, you do you do the hair and makeup yourself, or do you have a staff that assists you? I have a small a small staff that assists me now, as small as humanly possible. The original videos that were from oh, I don't know, two thousand eight until. 2017, those were when I had a company that was much larger and I had a large team of people doing all of that. Now I have a small studio called uh, Makeover Guy, Appearance Studios, and it's just me. I do the hair cutting. I wish I had, if I didn't have to do any of it, that would be fabulous, but I have to do, and I, let, let's be honest, after 36 years or whatever it's been, you know, cutting another person's hair is not the thing that I wake up for. The whole experience <laughs> is. However, I am the person who does the cutting and the styling and my other people will do with makeup and hair color, basically. And my mother does the fashion silhouette stuff when she's there. Oh, that's really great. I love that. I didn't realize that. So your mother's involved in your business? That's very Yeah, so people love Joanne, the wardrobe woman. So I try to get her, her on as much as possible. She drives down here and does their silhouette and takes the measurements, puts them in the computer, then tells people what to wear and what not to wear and all that. Oh, see, so I didn't really realize that, I guess. I was just focusing on the hair and makeup part. So she also helps them with the wardrobe assist. Yeah, just telling them what to wear. And I, I don't have that in the most recent YouTube videos because what when I had more time and editing takes forever. Um, first, I was told, you know, new social media person, first of all, to get them on Instagram, they have to be a minute. So I cut them all down to a minute, which was much easier for me to edit because I didn't have to create something. Then for Facebook, well, they have to be over three minutes. That changes things. And, and trying to add my mom to it, it just wasn't consistent. So I divided her to have her own videos. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, that's okay. And, and who knows what next year's big uh, social media thing will be. Yeah, you know, right. We keep changing and adding. I know. It's hard to keep on top of it. It's very difficult. So that's why I'm trying to do it right. So, the, so, you know, it's the subscribing to the YouTube videos that allows me to continue to do this with a small staff. Otherwise, I'd have to hire hairdressers and I'd rather put pins in my eyes than do that again. <laughs> but on a lighter note, <laughs> you said be honest. <laughs> I am. No, I appreciate that. You know, we all know because most of our listeners are over a certain age. And if you are in any industry, whatever it is you do for a long time, you have to reinvent yourself or start something new. And, you know, to keep us fresh and excited and moving forward. But I imagine at least seeing these people in their transformation gives you that wow. This oh, that's our, our best. I mean, that that's what we get excited about going. Maybe two at the most three women will come in, but it's an eight hour day with these women. Well, that, that was my question. How many a week do you do and how long does it take for each person? I would say a person can expect four to eight hours, but it, does, it can go longer than that. And um, two, so I, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays are when we book those because I, again, I have to run a business and do a million other things and have a life. So Tuesday and Wednesdays when we get work stuff done. And the other days are the makeovers and the videos. So that is probably at the most two, four, six, seven, eight, maybe 10 a week at the most. And it takes three, eight hour days, but we're often there. We start at 10, we're often there till 7.30 because people so don't wait, want to leave. You do, you do 10 makeovers a week? A week, I'd say, yeah. Oh my gosh, well, but you don't, you, it takes, you do more than one in a day then? Two in a day. I mean, but there's three days where I work. I'm there doing makeovers for three days in the week. Okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two, four, six. Yeah, probably eight to 10. 
that's that's a lot. And so people book out a year in advance for, for well, you? Well, they are, yes. Here we're booked out. So everyone's like, you should do it. I'm like, don't tell anyone to come in. I do, don't tell them to come in because they won't be able to get in. Just tell them to subscribe because it's just, a, it's a whole different ball game. It's, we're not a salon looking for clients. We're a, a, a video company trying to inspire people around the world. I love that. I, I mean, that is so inspiring. And that is really what your message is doing. And I know we'll, you will get a few more people after doing this podcast who will be looking. Oh, yes. That, that would be fun. More <laughs> subscribers is a good thing for us. Okay. So everybody <laughs> listening, you're going to have to subscribe. And uh, well, you can tell us now. Well, okay. Well, the best thing that anyone could do to help me out and help us out is to subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's other things, Facebook, of course, but it's through the YouTube channel that I, my, my, it's like my TV channel. It doesn't cost anything. If you don't get anything in the mail, no, the only thing it does is put a little bookmark for you to link into it. And then if, if you hit the notifications bell, there's a little bell there. I have to explain it to my mother and I didn't get it either, but if you hit that bell then when I live, some doing something live or as soon as the next makeover comes out you'll know and, and people always try to be the first and they want to see the next one and it's just more of a fun place to gather and inspire each other it really is it really is and and i love it and as i said i, I kind of got sucked into the vortex myself when i was <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad then it must be i'm trying then i must be doing it right right because you feel good well i do end. but but it really makes me jealous okay <laughs> And you know, I, mean, I think I look okay, but everybody wants to look better. I don't know who you are. You want we've to had to kind of, we've had to kind of take a different path with when I changed because for me, what I want to do, what I would do ideally, you know, you want to make someone red carpet, glamour, beautiful, ready for TV. You know, that's what's fun. Like, what could you look at your most beautiful? Right. And that's not what people are going to do every day. So when you have the average person watching and saying, well, she could have just worn mascara and had her ends trimmed. <laughs> yes, she could have. But that's not what we do. <laughs> because she can wake up in the morning and put the mascara on and there she'll be just like she was before. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show Queen for a Day? I mean, you're yes. Yeah, that's yes. what I think of. I mean, yes. I remember that's what I want it to be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I wanted to be the queen. So yes, and you were like, to, this is your life for all about you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wanted to be your loyal subject. Uh, <laughs> okay, so here's a question. How easy is it for people to maintain? I know they're not going to be able to do the makeup, honestly. That's really a challenge. I swear I've had more makeovers. I've worked at Saks Fifth Avenue. I mean, I've done it all. I can't make myself look like everybody yeah. else can. Yeah. Right? No, it's just we won't do, most people won't do it. And I, I, when I say that's the number one question, will I be able to do this? That's asking me, like, when are you going to die? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, are you going to die? Yes. But when? I don't know. Will you be able to do it? I assume I'm showing you everything that you could do, but if you aren't going to do those things, then likely it's not going to turn out like this. It's pretty obvious. So I, I cut everything. As far as haircuts go, it, it, that's why it takes so long. I'm cutting it to match how it is if it just air dries. I'm cutting to imagine that it's a glow in all these directions. If it's curly hair, then we gotta let it air dry and recut it to see how it does all those things. Oh. And so that's, that's, you know, if you get a curly haired woman in there, but she's like, I like to wear it straight sometimes. Well, I've gotta cut it so that she can wear it straight, but now it's straight and we have to cut it to be curly, it means you have to re-wet it, recut it, then put it under dry, then, you know, it's, it's yeah. It's, I do know. Just uh, a haircut. <laughs> I, I'm me. That's me. I have curly okay. hair, so I like to be able to do both with it. So. Right. And then <laughs> when I have to get down to what do you do, though? What really do you do? Because it's a waste of time for us to do all this stuff, and then you don't do it anyway. Hey. But yes. So do you, you have curly hair. 
Yeah. So you know all the challenges then. I do. Right? I do. Yeah. I, but you, you've looked all around for the next big thing, haven't you? Yes, I have. You're very, <laughs> you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. But it, it's changed. You know, our, our hair changes, right? Yes. With yep. The hormones in the years. And so my hair, which used to be like a blonde afro, is now just a little curly. But I have it cut shorter now so that when I spray it with water, it curls up. So that's cool. Anyway, I, enough about me. No, but, it isn't. That's good because a lot of women relate to that. And I have... The next woman who will has had straight hair her whole life and now it's curly and she doesn't know what have any clue of what to do with curly hair. Oh, well see that's why she's coming to you, so that's awesome. Yes. Now, do you by any chance do do you take videos of like what I would love to know is when someone's blowing out my hair or fixing it, I I can't see exactly what they're doing. Yes. So I would love to have a video of what they're doing in the back of my head that makes it look so freaking fabulous. I know, I that would be great. Someone should do that, shouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> know anybody? So do you no. give like the whole video to these women? Cause no. Oh, come on. Oh, another 500 bucks for my time? Sure. Yes. You yes, just, you know, that like, we got to set, then we got to set up another camera. Then they have to be quiet and not ask me 5,000 questions while I'm styling the hair. I also cut while I'm styling. The camera's got to be in the thing to get it. And then I would have to take that from that and somehow edit it into something and then send it to them and all for that. No. So I guess not. The answer is no. I would have done it a long time ago if that was an easy thing to do. Though I would love to see, I'm already, you know, you know the three days we're doing those makeovers and then the day I'm, or two that I'm doing editing, that's my work week. So any new ideas, like you should, or here's an idea, someone else is going to have to do, but I, I just can't. Got it. Got it. I'd love to, but I can't. Well, at least they have themselves on the YouTube videos to see what it looks like. Well, that's true. And they could, they could do it themselves. They want to put their, their colon up and, you know, videotape. That's yeah, true. exactly. I think that's, I, that's a good idea for myself. I think yeah. next time I get my hair cut, I'll be... Just set it up. I'm not hiding anything I'd like to show you. It's just you're trying to focus on the hair and it would be really hard to focus on a camera and do I have them in the right place and all that. That's true. That's true. So do you have, do you ever have anybody come back? For, it's like, or like to redo it because it's bad? No, no, no. I just meant because oh. it's like 10 years down the line. It's time oh. for a new makeup brush. Oh, I see. This is a weird thing. Well, of course I did for years. I had my regular clients, which came back regularly. And, and then I had, the makeovers, which would maybe some came in once a year, some would come back every six months that were more close by. But now we just, if you're booked and can be booked that far, I had to make a decision that it's, I just can't take new people. So I don't do any new ones. They come, oh, I suppose they could try to butter you up, but I, I, I would like to, it's just, there's so many people that want to get in. So it's hard to, you gotta make a, you gotta make a rule like no. And so right now it's, it's a one and done thing. Got it. So is it just, so you don't have any regular hair clients anymore. You just. No, I gave them up in January. That was a tough one after 30 years with people. But. And I bet those people were not happy that you. No, not happy. I, I wasn't happy either. It was just as hard for me. It was hard. Yeah, it was very difficult because I, I tried to say, you know, I, I knew each client. I know them very well. If you've known someone 25, 30 years, you know them. And so I would say, Louise, I've got some really good news. That's how I had to present it. So they would get excited. <laughs> and then I said, and I know you're going to be so happy for me. And then I would present it. Otherwise, it's still, what am I going to, you know, what are they going to do? I, right. I don't know. I, it was terrible. It was, it was really actually not very I'm fun. sure that was a challenge. But 
you have uh, they have moved on and, and we have to move on right I mean yeah, yeah. exactly life happens well wait tell us also I know you're an entertainer are you still do you still entertain besides me and the other people watching this and, and in every video uh, yes as far as vocally I'm working on an album for next year's because I'm a singer originally when it was the goal to be a musician singer but uh, and I've had great opportunities over the years now these videos and, and like creation of the video and the content is performing and directing but it's not I'm not doing any shows or anything. There's no time for that. But no, as far as doing shows, no. But as far as doing entertaining online, yes. So are you, you were working on an album? Yes, I, I, I promised myself 10 years ago, we had a video blog that went out every day in 2009 uh, for 100 episodes. And it went out every day, what you do today. And it included, it was basically performing on camera. But I, at that point, I had an album that came out in 1998. And I said, I want to do a Christmas album. And then I looked back and it was 10 years ago and I hadn't done it yet. So I'm starting on that for next Christmas because it didn't get oh, done. Oh, how wonderful. I think we can. Yeah, because I like to do that. I want to do something I want to do too. Yeah, of course, of course. And do you write music too? I don't, I, I am not disciplined enough, so no. Right. You do enough. You do enough. Well, I'm going to look forward to that. Let us know when you when you uh, launch your Christmas album. That sounds fabulous. I well, that's probably it. that's why I've debated, you know, the things that have gone out on Facebook and YouTube. There have been my concerts and there have been singers. And there there are a lot of women who like my genre or how I sing. And that works really well for me. Then an artist wants to promote or bring out an album because they're the market for it so that's nice that people like the crooners and the standards Is that, i was going to ask what's your are you like a harry connick jr crooner? yeah that kind of thing pretty Ooh. like a, yeah from broadway to uh but well yes crooner standards jazz that type of stuff do you want to sing a few bars sing a few bars oh, yeah sing a few bars oh. yeah not not with this microphone <laughs> <laughs> but if you google christopher hopkins singer it's all out there it's i'm everywhere Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna follow in Facebook now too. All right, and so your book, tell me just a little bit about the book. What, you know, do you give us tips in there? Or, you know, what's the book? I mean, staging your comeback, a complete yeah. revival, but. Well, the know, main point of the book was to help women get off their butt, out of the rut, back into the game, because there really wasn't even then, and still isn't even now, information that is accurate for once you're past 45, 50, 55. They're just, they, the media doesn't want to, does not want to market to this age group. It's just the way it is. Don't shoot me, please. Uh, I knew that when my book came out, I had several production companies trying to get me to get a show, but the advertisers, you know, it's a dead market and no one wants to hear that. It's not to make people feel bad. So that's why I was happy when the internet stuff started happening because I call on my people and I can talk to women who really know that that's not going to work and that this will work for them and that it's okay to tease your hair if you want to eat height or whatever instead of whatever the trend is. And so the book is, it's really a step-by-step -step inspiration. So it, if you start from the beginning, you get sucked into the, it's your turn, you can do these things visualize step-by-step -step goals to a maybe three-month goal date where you're going to get to the weight you want to be and all the how-tos of like things to do your makeup your hair your all the things like that the fashion and your clothes oh everything things like cover your arms you know after a certain age and if you want here's what i should say first because now i think if i wrote that book now i would not write it like i did then because the whole world has changed yeah as far as the pc and be careful what you say 
And uh, I'm not careful with what I say. And so if that book is me, now I would have, to, like, I'm even more editing myself as I speak to you on this podcast. <laughs> I would have on a radio or television show 10 years ago. It's just because- well, I think not only has that changed, but I think that advertisers and people are getting, uh, are realizing the power of women in their even 60s. You know, if you look at Instagram, there is a woman who I'm going to be interviewing who has a whole huge following. She's a stylist in North Carolina, but she is, Silver is the new blonde is her yep. handle. Good. And she has, you know, m multiple, multiple, multiple thousands of followers. Great. And I, I think that now I'm hoping that people are realizing, I'm just gonna believe that because we have a huge following and we are geared towards women over a certain age and I don't need to say what that age is. But I'm hoping that now also, in addition to if you were to write it now, you would be writing, hey, if you really look good in a short skirt, then wear it. You yeah. know, feel good about yourself. If you're 81 and we wanna think about your vagina, hey, knock it up, grandma. <laughs> you can burn your bra and you can have gray hair and you do whatever you want because you're a boomer. That's my little jingle. <laughs> if you want to sell something to a boomer, you tell her she can do what she wants. She's happy with that, though she looks like shit, but that's okay because she bought my book. How's that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my no, gosh. I terrible. That is, you are the funniest. That but you know, it's the truth. Songwriter extraordinaire, Christopher Hopkins, <laughs> the maker of guy. <laughs> well, I think that's probably a great place to, to wind up <laughs> because I love ending with a really good song. Not that I've ever done that before because we've never had anyone make up a song on the spot, but I think that is perfect. How many people do you suppose I offended? Hit the like button. <laughs> none. Absolutely none. We are cool, amazing oh, women. Well, who, people who get the joke who are in on the joke are great, and that's usually the people who follow me and come to see me. Exactly. And I know, you know, people are going to be, you're going to be getting a lot of Google hits after this. Okay. People wondering, who is this guy who is singing a song about this? <laughs> uh, any, any parting words of wisdom for women over a certain age? I think it's, there's so many things I could say, but it, it gets more difficult. It just really does to, to get up and to look good and to do those same things that you were maybe inspired to do in your 30s and 40s. And it's easy to say, eh, this is as good as I can do. I think we really need to inspire each other because we're all inspired by someone who just made the effort to look a little bit better today, to feel better. And that's, that's why I do it because it makes it a better place to be. Oh, and we are so grateful that you do that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And it's it people to go to your YouTube channel. What is it? The Makeover Guy. Yeah, YouTube slash I believe it's YouTube backslash the Makeover Guy, and Facebook is backslash Christopher Hopkins the Makeover Guy. I think I think if you just Google those, those are the two places um, where I I talk with my fans the most. Facebook seems to be well. I've always thought of it as my friends. And so I'm always confused when someone is a little bit bitchy because I, I think, who are you and how did you get in my party? You're, you know, but on YouTube, I know it goes to everyone around the world that fans and all, I mean, Australia, England, Ireland, it's crazy. And so you, you realize you're hitting all these people that have a different perception of what is beauty. And I can understand more when someone is, doesn't like something, but Facebook is more personal. Too. So come to them both, say nice things. We, you know what, we will. I will be pushing the subscribe and like buttons as many times as 
they allow me to. Okay, thank you. I need, I need your help. <laughs> oh, Christopher, what a delight speaking with you today. I really appreciate your taking time out of your makeover schedule uh, to chat with us and share your words of wisdom. Well, good luck with all your stuff. You've been doing a great job, you tomatoes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, look forward to seeing you on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Thank you.